just want to quickly promote my online school. You can do a seven-week course on the kingdom. It's teachable.com. Just go to kingdomdynamics.com teachable.com. The first two weeks are free. Every episode is about 20 minutes designed to go through with your house church or even better, you can start a church in your home focusing on the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And the content is there. There's seven weeks in the kingdom discipleship journey. Every week has a PDF handout or you can go through it online as a questionnaire, as an individual. And then after After those seven weeks, there's a course on maturity. There's even a kids church program, but I'm warning you, it's not your usual kids church material. It is kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. I hope you find it really useful and just let your friends know that they can bypass the yeast of the Pharisees and bypass the yeast of Herod and get kingdom content for your home, for your church and for your city. I hope you can enroll today. Bye for now. Good morning, priests and kings, those who see God because you are pure in heart. Just a quick message this morning. Um, His word is a lamp unto our feet. And we will not stumble because his word is illuminating our paths. I'm saying this today because you may be looking to, you know, this world to... Uh, podcasts or the news to find out what to do with interest rates, with whatever's going on, food shortages. (laughs) Um, But the truth is that it is God that is going to illuminate. He's the one who's going to help you. So Proverbs chapter 2, this is all about sonship. Listen, this world is passing away, 1 John said. Okay, and and the lusts of this world, it's all passing away. And it is all about the parallel. Right now, the Antichrist is trying to take a body. He wants to mark everyone. He wants everyone will be deceived, the Bible says. So everything that God does, the devil is creating a counterfeit. So Jesus has unity in the church. We pray in tongues. And we have a language, we have a kingdom. The devil copies that. He has a kingdom. He has a language. He wants to mark everybody with this, you know, vaccine, which I believe is a genetic mark. People have been marked genetically. Now, 1 Corinthians says, if you destroy God's temple, then God will destroy you. Now, look at what's happening. Okay, everyone who's been vaccinated has a diminished immune system. They are in hospital more often than not. Um, There's tens of thousands of times more cases of sicknesses and diseases than there ever was before. And it's only just beginning. So what I'm saying is God's deliverance is personal And what we're seeing is two things. One is the sons of God are being revealed. The sons of God are those who are led by the Spirit of God. And Paul talks about that in Romans chapter 8. He says, the sons of God are being revealed. The all creation, all creation, all creation, the the plants, the stars, the moons, the angels, they're, they're included in all creation. 
the animals, humans. We we are being revealed as the sons of God. But we as sons of God are spirit sons. That's hyphenated. We're spirit sons of God. Everyone is a child of God because your body, whether you're a Christian or an atheist, your body is the image of God. But if you are a born-again son of God, then your spirit is the image of God. That's why you don't sin. John says, if you are born of God, you cannot sin. But if you do sin, you have an advocate with the Father. He said, if you, if you don't love your brother, then you don't know God. The, the love of the Father is not in you. You're deceived. So you are either of the spirit of this world, you're either of the kingdom of darkness, or you're of the kingdom of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of light. You, if you, you know that you're a son of God, but it's because you're led by the spirit of God. Listen, Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 to 5 says, My son, if you accept my son. So read this as his son. Read this. This is not just a poem written to someone else. It's to you from the father, from your father. If you accept my words and store up my commandments within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. His word is your light. His word will direct you in this season. It says in Psalm 37, 18, Day by day the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. They will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus Christ, God and King. You're awesome. We love you, Lord. I'm not saying if you've received one or two doses of the mRNA vaccine that, that you're irredeemable. I don't know what the enemy has planned. But I know that he wants total control. It's not enough for him to control the government and the media and the food industry and pharmaceuticals. No, he wants you. He wants to shut down the churches. He wants to he wants to own people's physical bodies. And I can only speculate that I believe that people have become property. You know, people have become property that at some level in the financial system or in the government, at some level, there's been a change in government. There's been a change in, in policy, in perspective, where, where, where people have become commodities. If you just listen to what I'm saying and then retrace the last 12 months, 24 months, five or ten years, it'll all start to make sense. Okay? There's an illusion of freedom, but at the end of the day, the Portuguese Empire was built on slavery. The British Empire was built on slavery. The American country, the American dream was built on slavery. Black people did not have a soul, according to the church, for hundreds of years. 
They weren't allowed to go to church. They weren't allowed to vote. They were considered to be property. Now, we're in a new world system where all people, all humans are considered property. And and they wanna they want to brand us, mark us, chip us, in the same way that we brand chickens and goats and cattle. Now they they will let you think that you're free. They'll let you believe that you're in a democracy that you can go on a holiday, you know. But the I'm telling you that this is more than just people. Now this is the devil. You see, it's all explained in the Bible. It's not just about the vaccine or the mark of the beast. It's the whole Bible. When you take the whole Bible into perspective, you can see what's happening. You know, changing the laws and the times from Daniel. There's, there's never been a whole world that all in unity changed their laws to be the same. You know, Every nation, 140 to 190 nations, all saying build back better, 2030 agenda, smart cities, climate change, lockdowns, wear a mask. Every single country, communist, democratic, socialist, you know, even dictatorial states like North Korea are saying the same thing. This has never been done before. Because the devil has his hive mind. He has his church. He has his body. And don't be fooled. There's, there is... No, I'm not going to go there. The message today is that if you are a son of God, it is time to shine. If you are a son and a daughter of God, it is because you are born again and you are led by the Spirit. And his word is the lamp to your feet. He will guide you. There is no famine for you. There is no sickness for you. And I can't explain it, but I believe that the the symptoms that people are seeing are spiritual. I don't know, maybe they manifest physically, but just don't agree with it. Just rebuke it. Just rebuke it. The days may come when we can't access doctors and medicines and we just have to believe God. So do everything you can right now to get out of debt, to to be physically, emotionally, spiritually ripped. But at the end of the day, God is enough. Thanks, guys. This has been a, a bonus edition. Love you lots. Bye for now. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan in Melbourne, Australia. I'm so excited to give you the truth today, to give you the kingdom. I'm not coming to you with a religious mindset. I've been through the ropes. I remember as a child taking my dad's golf ball to the machine where you put, you put the golf ball and you spin it around and it comes out clean. I feel like I've been through that thing and I'm sure you have too. Listen, the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is within reach. The kingdom is within you. The kingdom is not seen with natural eyes, but it is like the wind. And so are all of those who are born of the Spirit. Listen, 
The whole Bible is a story of the sons of God being revealed. And Romans chapter 8 says, the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And so this is how to be, this is what it is to be led by the Spirit of God. You are, you are a son of God and God is a spirit. He is a spirit. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Jesus said, my father is seeking those who would worship him in spirit and in truth. He said, if you drink the water that I give, you'll never thirst, but rivers of living water will flow out of your belly. Obviously, no one has a fire hydrant attached to their belly. Jesus Christ is always only talking about the spirit. Forgiving someone is spiritual. Being persecuted is spiritual. And I believe doing the greater works is spiritual. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to shake it up. I'm trying to teach you about the kingdom that Jesus preached. Jesus Christ had one message. It was the kingdom. He didn't preach about Jesus. He didn't preach about church. He talked about many things. He talked about weather and wind and waves. And he talked a lot about his father. But his message, his message was the kingdom of God. John the Baptist said, repent for the kingdom of God has come. Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God has come. And so the kingdom message is the message of Jesus Christ. And it's the only message that I'm ever going to preach. Why? Because Jesus Christ said to seek first the kingdom. He didn't say to seek first salvations. He didn't say to seek first heaven. He certainly didn't say to seek first healing or to seek first prosperity or to seek first angels or to seek first the supernatural. He said to seek first the kingdom. Why? Because the kingdom contains everything and you and I are sons of God. If we're led by the Spirit of God, listen, everyone is born with the physical image of God. God looks like you and me. He is a man. And when you see him face to face, you will see that he is a man. He is a man, okay? One, oh, I saw one like the Son of Man, said David, said Daniel, said Ezekiel, said Isaiah, said John. He looks like us because we are made in his image. God didn't manifest as a man so that we could somehow comprehend him. No, we look like him. He made us as a copy. We look like him because we are a copy of him. And so when you understand the kingdom, you'll actually begin to understand who you are. That's where this comes down to. It's not a religion. Most Christians get stuck. 99% get stuck. Narrow is the way that leads to life. So listen to me. Listen, listen. Paul says something phenomenal. He said, he said there's a mystery called the mystery of the sons of God, the mystery of the kingdom, the secret of the kingdom, the mystery that's been revealed. He talks a lot about mystery and secret and, and things that angels long to look into but were held withheld from them until now through the church the manifold wisdom is God has revealed. What is he talking about? What's the mystery? What's the wisdom? What's the hidden? What's the secret? I'll tell you what it is. It's Christ in us, the hope of glory. Let me talk about glory. Glory 
is the word fullness. The glory of the Lord is the fullness of God. If the fullness of God was manifested to Moses, he would have died. He had to turn and face the other way because God walked past and the glory of God was the goodness of God. The glory of a seed is a tree. The glory of a bulb is a flower. And the glory of God is Christ in us. So if you can die, if you can totally empty yourself of yourself, S-E-L-F, yourself, then and only then can Christ manifest. And he wants to manifest himself. He wants to manifest his kingdom through you. He wants to be like your shadow is healing the sick. And when you walk into a room, demons immediately manifest and they run away screaming. You and I are desperate for the one thing that can save this planet and that is Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ is the hope of glory. Every man has fallen short of the glory of God, it says in Romans 6. We have fallen short of the full manifestation of God. When you have a bad mood, when you are anything less than Jesus Christ, you have fallen short of the glory of God. Now, we know as Christians that we cannot do it in our own strength, that there's no way to fake it, there's no way to make it. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. It's not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Even horses are no, you know, do not put your confidence in horses, but in the, in the Lord. That's why David inquired of the Lord, inquired of the Lord, inquired of the Lord, and then he won the battles that he inquired of the Lord. Moses, I mean, Saul got into trouble for not inquiring of the Lord, for going about it in his own strength. So, Paul says, those who are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons of God. So you and I have the opportunity today, right now, in this moment, to put off our old man, to put on our new man, to repent, to change our mind. Because what we have to do is agree with God. Everything has to do with agreement. The Roman centurion who was you know, said to have the most amazing faith that Jesus was shocked and marveled. He agreed with God. That's all he did. It's submission. It's, it's submission. It's, it's humility. It's, it's the opposite of independence. He understood what it meant to be under authority. He understood what it meant to take orders. If his superior officer said to, to, to stand on one leg for 10 hours, he would do it. He would do it or die. If his commanding officer said, jump off a cliff, he would jump off a cliff. That, I believe that's faith. I believe that is submission. That is what God is looking for. Not, you know, stupidity to jump off a cliff. What I'm saying is it's understanding authority. It's submission. A child is, is, is safe and blessed and has a long life when they honor their mother and father. So it's, it's submission. A wife is blessed. Abraham's wife called Abraham Lord, Master. 
because not because you know he was lording it over her but because she knew that her best life would come through submission to her husband because it's the order of god and you and i have got to submit to god even paul says that submit to god and the devil will flee so everything in the kingdom is about god wanting to manifest his glory on the earth through mankind he's not going to cover the earth like some you know purple goo or some magic mist it's going to be through mankind in submission to him there is no limit to the outpouring of the holy spirit it is without measure so if you and i want to manifest the glory of god we've just got to agree with him We've got to agree with what he says about us. That's where the renewing of the mind comes. That's where the washing of the water of the word comes. That's where reading the Bible comes. It's not a mental thing. It's your spirit identifying with your father who is a spirit. And it's your mind getting out of the way. Take up your cross and follow me. Lose your life and find it. Deny yourself. Freely you've received, freely give. We have the opportunity. You can't do it in your natural mind. That's why the devil and the media and this world is always going after your soul. You know, the packet of chips looks good. It looks good on the outside. Like Satan with the Garden of Eden, the tree looked good for food and for knowledge. And it was pleasing to the eye. And so she tasted it. You see, that is all in the natural realm. It's the soul. It's ego, it's pride, it's all these things. It's, it's physical satisfaction. If you deny yourself, you will have none of those problems because you're dead. I shared a story on my video podcast and I, I'm sharing it for your benefit because it's you know vulnerable to me. But I'm a single guy, I'm not married anymore. My wife left for another woman and uh, so she divorced me and that's fantastic because I'm free and I'm free to worship God and and I did nothing <clears throat> to contribute to that so um, I'm free I'm focusing on my kids but I'm a man and I'm single and and I saw this woman getting undressed in the middle of the street she was young beautiful and she had been swimming because I live on the water and and she was sort of standing next to her car and I'm on my phone and I'm walking my dog and I saw her out of the corner of my eye. I did not look, I did not look, but I could see, you know, in the peripheral what was going on, you know, and um, I was surprised. Okay. I'm not looking to see anything. So I'm, I was surprised that I wanted to protect her. So what I did instant, instantly was I changed, I looked down like I was really uh, focused on my phone call and I consciously took my phone to my opposite ear so that my phone was pointing away from her because I didn't want her to feel uncomfortable. I didn't want her to feel like, you know, maybe I was trying to film her getting changed or something, you know, with my camera. So... Um, but all this happened in a split second, but it was amazing to me. You know, I'm not ex not expecting to see a, you know, 
20 something you know in her in her underwear in the middle of the street in the middle of the day um obviously you know getting into her car or whatever um after a swim or whatever she was doing but i found that the kingdom in me has become the biggest tree you see jesus said that if you if you leaven the bread with a little bit of kingdom yeast, the, the kingdom is going to take over the whole lump of dough. I, I haven't been trying not to look at women. I haven't been, you know, reading about, you know, sexual purity. I haven't even thought about it, but I found that I love her as my sister. I've never met her. I've, I love her as my sister and I want to protect her. Insta- I don't want anything from her. I don't need any recognition. I just gave her the respect of totally ignoring her. Okay, so the reason I say that, maybe that won't make sense to you or maybe you just think I'm crazy, Um, but I want you to know that the kingdom, you know, once you deny yourself, it's easy because you don't exist. And I believe that lukewarmness really is measured by how much of our soul life that we still have the book of revelation chapter 3 condemns the church you know in that they were blind but they thought they could see they were they were naked but they thought they were dressed they were poor but they thought they were rich that is devastating to me to be totally deceived you know, many churches have closed down in this season with uh, government mandates. You know, many churches have required that people be vaccinated or wear a mask and a whole bunch of these things. And <clears throat> I just think it's so easy to focus on the flesh. And there have been a few churches, a few ministries that have really flourished who've said, no, we're going to stay open. We're going to, you know, we're going to let anybody come and worship And that's really what this world system does. Remember, the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And how does he sway them? It is through the soul. It's through the self. It's through the eyes. Okay? So what I'm saying to you, this isn't about proving that you're a good Christian and, you know, being a superhero. This is about moving out of the way so the king of glory can fully manifest through you. And I believe he is absolutely desperate to manifest through the church. He's absolute that if you want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover, he wants it more. If you want to see people fall over under the power of the spirit, he wants to see it more. And the way it happens is by being yourself. You see, Jesus Christ is going to manifest differently through me as he would through you. Jesus Christ manifested through, uh, you know, through Peter. Then he, he manifested through Stephen. He manifested through Paul. He is different through you know, Reinhard Bonnke than he is through, you know, Billy Graham or somebody else that you can imagine. He loves you. You're his son. So it's what he says about you. If he says you're his son, if he says you're his daughter, if he says you are accepted, if he says you are adopted, if he says you are pure, you are clean, you are forgiven, you are healed, you are whole, you are mine, I love you, I'm besotted with you then that is who you've got to be. You've got to be who he says that you are. It's not what the devil says that you are. It's not what your circumstances say that you are. It's not what your parents say that you are. And it's certainly not what you say that you are and all of the curses that you probably made, even just today. 
No, you are a son of God made in the image of God. You are going to live forever. You are going to judge the angels. You have the power to forgive sins on the earth, the, the, the authority. So I believe if you were to align with God, if you were to get out of the way in terms of your soul, mind, will, and emotions, if you were to simply agree with God, you would see the unlimited power of God manifest through your life. Okay? Now, once you start to do that, it's going to become difficult because people around you are going to be convicted. The Christians around you, they have... Listen, this is extremely excruciatingly important. If you are hot and they are lukewarm, there's only two possible outcomes. Either they have to change or you have to change. If you will not change, if you say to your homosexual wife, repent, okay? If you say, no, no, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, you know, she's going to be really upset because she is going to have to change, okay? But listen, it's the same with your next door neighbor. It's the same with your workplace, okay? So I didn't get vaccinated and everyone at work you know, was angry because they had to get vaccinated. And I said, no, you didn't. So, you know, and now people, you know, you can just figure it out for yourself. So you will be persecuted for righteousness sake. Now, if you're dead, you don't care. You don't give a toss. Okay. And I said that on purpose to, to challenge you. Okay, so Jesus Christ hung out with the tax collectors and the sinners. Do you think that they didn't swear? Do you think that they didn't have issues? To the pure, all things are pure. And I'm not saying it's okay to swear. I'm just saying that you have a religious mindset that says that a, you know, a, a preacher can't say toss. Okay, but what, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say when someone slams on the brake in front of you and you hit their car? So what I'm saying is that you have to change and I have to change. And if you really want to die to yourself, if you really want to live for Christ, if you, if you want to burn for him, then everyone around you is going to have to change and you had better be committed to doing it for the rest of your life because it's, it's you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not a walk in the park. I mean, Paul and Peter and John and James, these people were murdered. These people were imprisoned because they died to themselves. Anyone, the Bible says, who wants to do righteousness will be persecuted. If you are burning hot, when you are manifesting the glory of God, every religious demon is going to manifest. Every political spirit is going to manifest. The Christians in your life are going to be challenged by your conviction. They will have to change. They won't know that they're being convicted. They'll just think you're doing the wrong thing because you are going to be an alien to them. Even to Christians, yes, 
because they don't do what Jesus is doing. You know that. You go to church, okay? Are they doing what Jesus said to do, okay? Okay, maybe a little bit, okay? We're, we're not perfect. I'm telling you the truth. I'm giving you the kingdom, guys. I am, for the first time perhaps in your life, preaching, the, telling you about the kingdom. The kingdom is sons of God. The kingdom is copies of God. The kingdom is, listen, let me just read this to you, okay? Let the Holy Spirit uh, mm, uh, convict you anyway. Revelation. Uh, I think I had it here. Just give me two secs. Ora baba sheia baki kepeyo. Um. Thank you, Father. You're worthy of all praise, God. You're worthy of all glory and honor. Okay. I found it. You ready? Those who are victorious will inherit all things, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. There it is. He wants to be your God, and he is your God, and he is your Father. Can you hear that high-pitched sound? That's never happened before, guys. This is the devil. He doesn't want you to know what I'm about to tell you. So why don't you just grow up and don't get upset about the noise and don't start to get into your soul. He's, he's trying to get into your soul, see? Because he's, he's got no other... He's, got no, he's actually got no authority. All authority, Jesus said, has been given to me. So you give the devil authority when you agree with him, see? When, when, when someone... Yeah. So what I'm telling you is you, it, when you die, when you die, when you die and get out of the way and die, and, and it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives within you, then and only then can Jesus Christ manifest through you. Now, when he manifests through you, there's going to be a reaction. You are going to be destroying the devil's works everywhere you go. You are going to be preaching the kingdom everywhere you go. People around you are going to have to change. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with that and I'm just going to pray, Father, give them the kingdom. The kingdom is all sufficient. The kingdom is everything we need. The kingdom is what we seek first, God. And we love you and we thank you and you're beautiful. And there's none like you, Father. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And we're going to worship you day and night forever and ever and ever. And you are awesome, God. So we love you and we praise you and we give you all the glory and the praise. Due to your name, Jesus Christ is Lord. Yeah, Jesus Christ is Lord. <sighs> Remember, his yoke is easy, his burden is light. His yoke is easy, his burden is light.
Come to me, all who, who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy once you're dead. It's so easy. You just follow him. That's, that's it. There's literally no plan. There's no strategy. You just follow him. So good. You just seek first the kingdom. And you obey him. You know, you just do what he's doing. Say what he's saying. It's so easy. I'm telling you, it's so easy. You know, your mind will get in the way and say, oh, but what about this and what about that? Well, no, no, no. Take those thoughts captive. Did Jesus Christ say, don't worry? Okay, did Jesus Christ say, follow me? So that's it. End of story. That is the renewing of the mind. The renewing of the mind is when you believe Jesus Christ. The renewing of the mind is when you believe Jesus Christ. The warfare is when you take every other thought captive. Okay, you punish it. No, shut up. You're going to be surprised how quickly you can experience this. You know, it's easy. It is one decision. It is one decision. That's it. Oh, that's, there's a cost. It costs everything. But he knows what you need before you ask it. He's a good, good father. He gives good gifts to his children. He knows what you need. See, the Lord will direct your steps, step by step, one after another. Now, you might want to know, your mind might want to know what's coming 17 steps ahead. Okay, your mind, that's your soul, which needs to die. See, he will only tell you one step, okay? He might tell you two or three, okay? But he, and he might show you visions and dreams and, and, and sometimes he'll give you a project. And, you know, I'm not saying that, that, that he's not a strategist, but, but he knows, you know, he'll give you what he gives you. And it will be everything you need, everything you need. I'll tell you a quick story and I'll, I'll let you go. I closed down my business because, um, well, my wife didn't want to do business with me anymore. So, um, you know, we've been trying everything and this, that and the other. And then with the separation and everything, I thought, look, we're, we're just going to shut it down. And it was a good thing to shut down, you know. And because we were in the coffee industry uh, and coronavirus had not yet um, been, you know, invented, um we got out of it at a really good time. We would have been really in trouble if, um, you know, if coronavirus had, had come. So, so God was amazing. But, but I had to, you know, swallow my pride and, and go get a job, you know. I had to go back to work. Um, I really enjoyed having my own business and the flexibility and, and all the customers and all the excitement of creation of new products and services. And um, so I put on an apron and went back to work. And God told me to go work at the airport, which for me was, you know, soul crushing because, you know, it was a long, 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 long drive from home. And um, it was horrible hours, like four o'clock in the morning starts. And the pay was pretty bad. And it was a huge company and I was just a little peg in a huge machine. Um, But God is absolutely amazing. I had... You know, the most amazing provision. Um, and even now, as an unvaccinated person, I'm still fully employed, but I'm just not allowed to work. Um, 
But God has been amazing. I, I was able to get all of the government benefits during the lockdowns, you know, like I was getting paid, I think, like $750 a week for months and just staying home, you know, fantastic. Now, I would, you know, I would never have had that in my own business, you know. Um, and it was really amazing with the separation and, and finances and, and getting, a, a, getting my own rental property and, and starting my life again. You know, God told me to go to the airport and I went there, you know, kicking and screaming and, and it was amazing. And I thank God for every moment. So whatever is going on in your life, whatever you're doing, if it's where you know you're meant to be, then suck it up. <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, tell God how you're feeling. It's not, it's not about denying your soul. God knows you have a soul. He's the lover of your soul. He's the lover of your soul, but he does ask you to deny yourself. So you can tell him how you're feeling. You can ask him for the desires of your heart. But look, at the end of the day, if you put him first, if you seek first the kingdom, he's told you, he's promised you that all else will be added to you as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been one of my longest podcasts ever, but I hope you heard the truth of the kingdom that you are a son of God made in the image of God. And only if you're born again, only if you're led by the spirit, you've got to go and read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It's those who are led by the spirit of God that are the sons of God. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2 talks about the carnal man and the spiritual man. So you have got to become, you've got to become who you are in the spirit. So you're already a spiritual man. You already have everything you need for life and godliness. You already are prospering even as your soul prospers. You're already the head and not the tail. You're already seated in Christ in heavenly places. And you've been wondering as a Christian, well, why aren't I healed and why isn't this happening? Well, look, it's probably because you're living in the soul. Okay, as soon as you, it's like when you're at church, okay? If you've ever been to church and you have an amazing worship session and you go home, you know, church after church, you think, oh, my God, what was I worried about? All my problems have gone away. Well, no, they haven't. You have gone away. You went to your spirit. That's what happened in church. You have been living in your soul and in your mind and in your body 24-7. You go to church and for 10 minutes, you get out of yourself you get over yourself. You actually worship God in your spirit. If the, you know, if the church is doing worship right, you know, and if you're, you know, if you're, if you've got the right attitude, you can find it easier in in those sorts of places to connect with God. But you can do that twenty four seven at home. You can do that at ch any church. You can go to a Greek Orthodox church or a Russian Orthodox church or a Pentecostal church. It doesn't matter. You know, you can do it at home. But because what I'm saying is that. What happened to you at church was you went to your spirit for a moment and your spirit is not worried because your spirit is, has all things. Your spirit is an overcomer. Your spirit is more than a conqueror. Your spirit is not worried. Your spirit is going to live forever and never die. Your spirit is alive forevermore. You know, your spirit is, is born again, seated at the right hand, looks just like Jesus, looks just like Jesus. It's your soul that you need to work on. But listen, you can't work on your soul in that sort of, you know, Joyce Meyer, you know, psychology sort of way. No, I believe that, the, that, that, that you prosper and you're in health 
even as your soul prospers, but it comes from the Spirit. It's as you as you seek first the kingdom, put God first, be led by the Spirit. It comes down to the divine order. God puts a man over a woman, husbands and wives over children. He puts apostles over churches. He puts governments over over nations. And God is a God of order. So you have got to submit to God and then the devil flees. So you've got to be spirit-led. That means your spirit is being led by the Holy Spirit. You could draw it like on a on a whiteboard, on a blackboard, on a piece of paper. It's a it's a flow chart. Holy Spirit followed by your spirit, followed by your mind, will and emotions, followed by your body, and then the devil under your feet. That's the way it's meant to be. But if you don't put if you have your soul first, then God, you've got disorder. Okay? So you want to put things you don't want disorders? You don't want anything to be out of order? Then put God first. Simple. Hallelujah. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, I've been Jonathan. You've been listening to Kingdom Dynamics. Bye for now.